0: Welcome to The Fringe Following. Today is September 2nd, 2020. My name is Ronnie and here I have Michelle. Today we're going to be talking about Nancy Pelosi and the latest statistics that came out from the CDC on the coronavirus and also the worldwide protests going on right now uh, with the backlash of the lockdowns. So hi Michelle, how are you?
1: I'm okay. I'm okay. It's 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 been a tough week, Ronnie, quite honestly. <laughs> I hear you. You heard part of my day, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. And it, it kind of circles back to the the whole reason that you know we started this podcast about canceling mainstream media. I just get really um tired of if you take an opposing view to the ongoing narrative of mainstream media, you get eviscerated. And one of the topics we're going to talk about is about the CDC numbers and, you know, how they've come out and how they say that, you know, only 6% of the people um, who died from COVID solely died from COVID. Uh, otherwise, there was some comorbidities comor- involved. And I posted that, and I shouldn't have, and um, under my name. And I, you know, got all I got was backlash from like all all sides and all ends. And I shared it with people even that I didn't post. And it was quite discouraging that, you know, we must protect the narrative at all costs. I mean, maybe the narrative is right with the numbers, but why such a volatile, oh my God, no, that can't be. And that's the only response I get. I don't get anyone saying, hmm, that's interesting. Maybe there's something to that. No, the only people that'll speak up are the people that you know are have to keep this narrative they're defending this narrative almost to the death and then they draw Trump into it and and say that he's politicizing it and well I could go on and on about it but it really it hurt <laughs> and i am just looking i'm not looking for a you know oh it's this way or oh it's that way but I, I'm looking just for a discussion that doesn't involve, you know, the evisceration of Trump and how he's the, you know, cause of all of our problems. I just, it's just like the press. I may as well just turn on the news, which I, I don't like to watch and I only review for this podcast. It, it just, it, it to me, it's just like hearing the same thing. You know, I'm just hearing, you know, CNN talking to me. And these are friends that I know and love and family that I know and love. And I'm just like, why can't you be open-minded to another narrative, another possibility? Why are you so gung-ho on embracing this narrative? And I'm not even talking like Democrat versus Republican i some Republicans staunchly defend this narrative, too, because they've been, you know, in their homes all this time and practicing all these safe practices out of, you know, fear of dying from COVID. They can't let that narrative go either. And, mm-hmm. and at that point, it does have nothing to do with Trump, but they won't let it go because they if they did, they'd have to admit that the past several months they didn't need to do that. And nobody wants to admit that. And so it's, it's really frustrating, Ronnie. And I know I've gone on a lot about it, but I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, why am I even doing any of this? And then I remembered there are people like you and me that do look at alternate perspectives and actually have an open mind. And not everything is through orange man, bad, you know, filter. And not all of it is for we've, we've got to hold on to what we were believing six months ago because...
0: Yeah. On one, on one hand, I think people are getting very tired. They're getting w- weary. I'm hearing this a lot. They're tired. Mm-hmm. They're tired. Yeah. I can feel that too. Um, there's a lot of tension in the air uh, politically and also, you know, this virus and stuff like this. Um, and as far as this virus is concerned, yeah, I think that for me, the jury's still out on what is really, really going on. But I do feel, you know, I, I okay. I'm just gonna, you know, get personal about it for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, back in February, my um, my son's father were pretty convinced he had it, but that was at the time there was no testing. It was just getting talked about, and mm-hmm. um, he had all of the symptoms, and to this day, he still has to uh, take a puffer. An inhaler to his lungs, mm-hmm. um, so we do believe that he he had it, um, and then I believe that I had it for just a day. So I I kind of feel like that's what it was at the time. Though I thought it was the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was the straight flu. Well, everybody everybody will be fine. And then at the same time, I was hearing about this coronavirus coming out of China, uh, but I didn't really link to being together. Now I'm hearing more and more stories of, of it, you know, back in January, February, a lot of people think they were sick with it already. Um, yeah. now currently, you know, and like I said, mine lasted for just 24 hours, you know, mm-hmm. but also I do natural remedies. So I was like, okay, I'm getting sick. Let's start doing this, this, and this. Um, and then, he didn't cause he's a little bit more stubborn. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, currently the only person that I know that has it is my aunt and she's right now in California. Um, she's in the hospital and she's elderly, but you mm-hmm. know, it looks like she's going to be getting through it. Other than that, I really don't know anyone else who's had it. Um, and, so yes, the virus is very real. Of course it is. And of course people are dying and of course people are getting really sick. And yes, it's a strange virus. There's some weird, um, long lasting effects with it, especially if you don't have the most strong lungs. Um, if you're a smoker, it could be a very big problem. However, I can't help but think that this thing is being so overly inflated. And when I was looking up, back in i was thinking during the obama term uh-huh. you know when they had a the swine flu yeah uh breakout uh that was in 2009 2010 and it caused more than 12,000 flu related deaths yes in it the US. did in a
1: year's time from april to april 2009. Year. 2009 to 2010 yep mm-hmm. right
0: now i remember hearing about it but we didn't have these shutdowns we didn't have these masks we didn't have all these crazy weird Things going on. No. So now we look at the statistics that came out what a few days ago from yes. on the CDC, right? And they were saying well, that I do want
1: to I do want to preface there are some arguments going back and forth that these weren't quietly changed or quietly revealed that they've been there for a while and we just now notice them. So there's like a back and forth about that they actually changed, or you know, I think what happened is they made a statement. On top of the numbers, which I think wasn't there before. And that was the difference, which is what called people's attention. Because honestly, looking through these CDC things, you're going to go crazy. I will post the links, but quite honestly, they are very hard to follow. They're very hard to to discern. And so unless they are, um, you know, explaining the data for you, Um, I mean, I have a degree in, in science and I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't find what I needed to find out of the site. And, and not to say, I'm sure a doctor could, but I'm, or a nurse, but I'm just saying that, you know, it's really hard. And, um, I'm going to really quickly find what they highlighted here, but you go, you go ahead, Ronnie, while I look for it. Sorry. (laughs)
0: Um right well I was just going to you know briefly say about the the 6% being that that 6% uh was that the, of those deaths of the how many was it at the time 160,000 at the time
1: Yes 100 and, I believe so yes uh huh
0: Right so 6% of that number which calculates to about roughly 9200 mm-hmm. uh died of covid only and the rest of the deaths had a comorbidity attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you start to wonder, you know, no, no, COVID's not going to help if you have other things going on in your body. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a very, uh, it's a tricky thing, but it right. sounds to me like if you're a healthy person and you get coronavirus, you're going to be mostly okay, mostly right. okay.
1: Right, exactly. And here at the site of CDC, which I'm looking at right now, we will provide a link. It's Table 3. And it says, Table 3 shows the types of health conditions and contributing causes mentioned in conjunction with deaths involving coronavirus 2019, which is COVID-19. For 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned. For deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19, on average, so on average, there were 2.7 additional conditions or causes per death. The number of deaths with each condition or cause is shown for all deaths and by age group. So if you want to look into the data further, and if you do and extrapolate anything from that, please let us know, because I started going down that rabbit hole, and there's like Twelve thousand records to look at, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So I, I did not um, do my due diligence there. However, it, you know, these numbers though um, just got updated today. It, but then it, but then it gets tricky when you start looking into comor- comorbidities. And yes, there. Okay, so there's ten thousand deaths thus far. It's been mm, about seven months. According to this data. So if we were to go to the CDC's year data that was, you know, di- didn't we say like 12,000 total deaths or something like that? I yeah. can't find anywhere if that includes the comorbidities or not. I can't find I it. I know. Anywhere.
0: That's really interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. you should be able to find data like that online.
1: Oh my God. I've looked everywhere, Ronnie. I, I spent all afternoon searching it was like a needle in a haystack and that's I weird that because it. i you know yeah
0: i mean there's should, even, things- even if you google sometimes you know journals like medical journals will come up and sometimes you have to you know pay for them to download them but still you would think the information is still out there Oh,
1: i would have paid but <clears throat> to the articles that I found were studies of 100 people that had H1N1 or 238 in a hospital in Mississippi, or it was just abstract data. I wanted total numbers because yes, I could apply a percentage, you know, but that really isn't going to help me with the whole United States population. And so there was just no number. And I looked on the CDC couldn't find squat. I mean, I found the 12,000 number and and different things like that. And how many people had it? They estimated 60 million people in the United States had it. I am not kidding you. How many people were in the United States in in during that time? I mean, you know, it couldn't have been. I mean, that's a lot of people. <laughs> And you know right. they were
0: like you know, and yeah millions. and 2009 oh, okay. was not an election year uh,
1: 2009
0: no. Obama was in office um oh, it wouldn't have
1: happened if it was his re-election year even they wouldn't have done this no no oh.
0: no you know it's kind of like i again i have two sides of my personality one side goes you know this is being blown way out of proportion because it's an election year and um also there's a big big f- fight within the government itself because a lot of people are going down for various reasons corruption pedophilia human traffic we'll go into that later yes uh in other podcasts but um also and then the other side is saying, well, you know, we're we're kind of in the forest right now, and we can't really we're not beyond it yet, so we can't look back and see what's going on exactly. But I tell you this though, I've never seen anything like this And in yeah, and they called the no. swine flu a pandemic. They did. We didn't go they they, did. we, yeah, we didn't right. We didn't go through this. So Ew. of course we're questioning it, of course. The world is questioning all of this right now.
1: They are. I mean, here's the number of the population in 2009 United States: 306.8 million, and they estimated. And if you look at estimates, they'll give ranges. They'll go anywhere between, you know, 30 and 80 million. So we say 60 million, according to, you know, our numbers experts that we're going to land on that number. So that's like one out of five people in the entire United States contracted H1N1. Now, I guess one could argue that the death rates were a lot smaller. I, I don't know, I'm going to have to do the math on that. But I was really surprised. And I don't remember us wearing masks. Do you, Ronnie? I I, I don't remember. No, no. That.
0: No, Uh -uh. no. And, and I was, uh, I was, um, watching a YouTube channel that I always watch Uh the other day and he made a good point. If masks worked, we would wear them every flu season, but they don't work because the virus is too small. It's a tiny, tiny particle that can get within the, through the fibers of whatever you're wearing cloth or, you know, uh, they're not that effective. So no, <laughs> you know that's why that's why they never pushed masks before
1: and that's the huge argument that people say well of course well okay even if the deaths were only 9200 you know or whatever you know there are some that even say that trump now all the numbers have to be reported to trump first before they go to the CDC or something like that they're saying he fixed the numbers but even if he didn't well the masks helped and it's like no, they really didn't. Nobody can understand, and that's something that we should probably do a podcast solely on. Completely is, is masks and do they help or not? Because even Doctor Fauci has said sometimes or Fossy that you know that that they don't help. They don't make a difference. Yet here we all are. All having. I
0: find that I don't trust him because he flip flops. He flip flops all the time, and in fact, I pulled up a which I I completely don't like this media organization either. CNBC. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I did run into an article saying Fauci debunks theories of low CDC coronavirus death toll. And he's, you know, this was published yesterday. There are 180,000 plus deaths. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, wait a second. And then when you look on the New York post, which was published on, you know, and they're not, they may not be a sciency or whatever, but. Um, it was published on August 31st, uh-huh.
1: you know, they're
0: the ones, they're the ones saying, well, you know, 94% of America's Americans who died from COVID-19 had other type of health conditions and contributing causes. This could go from, um, influenza, pneumonia, hypertensive diseases, cardiac arrest, heart failure, diabetes, sepsis, renal failure, or Alzheimer's. I mean, there's other things that people had. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like well what comes first? Did covid kill them or did did uh did cardiac arrest kill them or did you know what i mean? It's it's just uh
1: which yeah, i agree which in my mind i think a like to like comparison between this and the h1n1 according to comorbidity numbers. But those numbers weren't even taken you know mm-hmm. back in 2009. But all of a sudden, you know <sighs> they have all of these numbers taken this time around, almost as if, I mean, I really, I really truly feel in my heart, and unfortunately, I wanted to prove it today, but I wasn't able to, that these numbers are horribly inflated. They're inflated with people that want to have a um, monetary interest in providing a vaccine or a drug that isn't already so cheap and already, you know, fixing the problem. There's that. And then there's the interest of taking Trump down. And so there's like a co-interest thing going on between the pharmaceutical companies. Big tech is in there somewhere along the way. And then you throw the Democrats in there. And I just don't believe the numbers. I really don't. I I don't. Yeah, it's,
0: it's it's very hard to believe. It's very, very hard for me to believe as well. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And you're right. Right. I, I've only known a couple of people that had it. Um, well, I guess three that I've heard in my circle and one did end up in the hospital. He was older and I don't know him that well. And the other two were, you know, under, under 50.
0: It's not the bubonic plague from the middle ages where it wiped out whole villages. You know, this is not what's going on because right now in the, in the town I live in, um, you know, people are are running around. They're not really social distancing. You know, they're wearing the masks so we have to when you walk into a business, but right um, and you know, oh, that's another thing I was gonna bring up is like yesterday I get this weird emergency alert on my phone. Okay and it says public safety alert. Um, and I'm not going to reveal the county I live in, but it says the, the county office of emergency management urges you to register for free COVID testing. Free testing is offered at, and they, they give all these, um, sites Monday through Friday, excluding labor day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking that's weird. That's the first time I've seen that pop up. Now I live in a, in a blue state, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) to me my and then my brain goes they're trying to drive up the the numbers (laughs) trying to drive up the numbers
1: well somebody Um, told me that the cdc is actually discouraging testing now now that it it is falling under trump and so they say because you could actually catch it while going to get tested and um I've heard that. I, I need to find that information to back That's that up. That's
0: weird because my yeah. city obviously doesn't think that. They want you to go in droves and stand in
1: line. I think that was your text was in direct response to that, I feel. Like, uh-huh. don't listen to that. Come here. It's free. Here, here. I mean, yeah. that was one of those emergency te- texts, right? Or one of those yes. global Yeah.
0: Texts. Yeah, I rarely get those. And we didn't get those back when this all started in in March, April, May, June. You know, we didn't get that at all. This is the first time. And I thought that's really kind of suspicious to me.
1: I agree, I agree. Now, to back up with this Trump controlling the numbers things, um, I'm looking at article dated July 15th, so this is a while ago, one and a half months. The Trump administration has directed hospitals to stop reporting COVID-19 data to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's National Healthcare Safety Network. Instead, starting Wednesday, so whatever Wednesday is from July 15th, they have been told to send capacity and utilization information, including patient numbers, remdesivir inventory, and bed and ventilator usage to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services through the new HHS HHS Protect system. So we'll have this article up on our Facebook page. Um, Remember, fringe following on Facebook. And um, so you can look for it there. But apparently some of the opposition will say that the, this is why the numbers are skewed. We don't trust the numbers anymore. They're, they're going directly to the government instead of the CDC. So, um, yeah, here's another article from the New York Post saying the same thing. Again, we'll we'll post it on our site. But if you don't have access to New York Times, you I mean, not New York Post, New York Times. If you don't have access to it, you might not be able to see it. But um, they said that uh, the White House coronavirus task force is going to be allocating scarce supplies and that they are not going to rely on the CDC data. They are going to get the data themselves. Historically, they have always relied on CDC data. So this is something that's different. So just in case you hear this coming up from people that are opposed to these new numbers, you have some articles to fall back on. Unfortunately, they're in alignment with what they might say. <laughs> yes, these numbers might be skewed. They're hinting and alluding at it. But um, I don't I don't really think so. I really don't, Ronnie. I don't. I just, yeah. just don't buy it. I mean, even if I wasn't a pro-Trump supporter, I just don't buy these numbers because of my personal experiences, because of all the hype surrounding this, because the press has, a, you know, the, nobody's covered this. Fox hasn't covered it. Anybody hasn't really covered these numbers that much here and there, a little bit, but not really in depth. Not like we've been trying to do. I would love a regular reporter to say, hey, well, this is just like H1N1, you know, here's the numbers, compare, but nobody's going to do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, Vox.com, V-O-X, put out an article um, about COVID-19 death skepticism explained by a cognitive scientist. Um, They say faulty casual or no, say, sorry, faulty causal thinking may be driving death toll doubt. Um, and they just kind of go into saying, you know, as the U S COVID-19 death toll continues to rise more than 183,000 as of September 1st. So has the number of people who believe that the official death count is vastly inflated. Um, and then according to some poll, almost one in three people surveyed in the U S thought that the number of deaths was lower than what was being reported. And then some high profile, uh, death skeptics like author Alex Berenson believe the media is deliberately sens- sensationalizing deaths. Others note that many of these people were older and may have died during the same period anyway. And then they they put a tweet, which I found curious, because we, if if you're if you're conservative and you know if you're on Twitter, you know who Candace Owen is. Oh, Owens God. is. Owens uh-huh. is yes, so the African American um, woman a uh, conservative woman. Uh so they put up a tweet of hers. Serious question, what do you guys think the real death toll is under 10k? Um and then they go on to say that President Trump in April argued that many of the dead had pre-existing conditions and that these pre-existing conditions were true the true causes of their deaths. And then this is where they go into saying that the new claim that went viral over the weekend that only 6% of the U S pandemic deaths have been COVID-19 itself. Um, yes. So they go on to say that then they put out a, a tweet by um, this, uh, I believe he's a doctor, Ryan McNamara says being been seen folks discuss a 6% only died of COVID-19 alone and thought I'd have something productive to add since I'm in. HIV vi- virologist by training after years of virus spread in the absence of treatment, a patient infected with HIV will develop AIDS. And I don't know, they, they kind of cut it off. You have to go back on Twitter uh, to find the rest of that information, but, and I'm not going to go into that right now.
1: Understand.
0: Basically. Um, it, well, yeah. Yeah. Counterfactual thinking. Would these people still have died soon if they hadn't contracted COVID 19? So it says, imagining that older people or those with pre existing conditions likely would have died in the near future anyway, even if they hadn't contracted COVID 19, is an example of counterfactual thinking. Imagining an alternate reality in which something happened differently. Counterfactual thinking is one of our most valuable tools. For identifying causal relationships, it works like this. If an outcome didn't happen in a world where a potential cause didn't happen, then the potential cause must have been responsible for the outcome. If the rock didn't get thrown, the windows wouldn't have been broken. Therefore, the rock must have caused the window to break. In simple situations, this view is sensible and research suggests that it's generally consistent with people's judgments about causes. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of goes on and on from there. So you get the point.
1: It does. And it, it also, I'm looking at the same article. It talks about yeah. motivated reasoning and it leads people to gather evidence that supports perspectives that they already agree with and more thoroughly scrutinize evidence that changes these perspectives. Now, I'll admit, I, I'm sure I fall into motivated reasoning with this one, but- also, I think that so does the press. And so do the people that report. They have motivated reasoning as well. Exactly. And when I look, even this article, when I look at it, it's still support the narrative, support the narrative at all costs, support the narrative. That's all I see all the time. It's like, we've got to cling to this with our dying hands, you know, or it's just, it's sick. And it's like, in a in a true society, we would have a more robust voice in the media questioning these numbers, you know, verifying, going through and asking the tough questions, but nobody does. We've all accepted it. I've seen no one really ask the tough questions. Well, what does this comorbidity th- th- mean? If they had diabetes and covid was COVID the cause? And then they go into that. And if they had heart disease and COVID, and then they would go into that. And I think that there would be a lot more articles about it. Instead, they just wanted to debunk us at the get-go. Oh, 6%, you're crazy. These people wouldn't have died if they didn't have had it, all 180,000 of them. And it's just like... I don't think so. Again, as we've talked, I think it's somewhere in between, you know, and, and, but I don't know. There's no way for me to know because there's nobody asking those questions and doing that research.
0: I wonder what happened to those doctors that were in front of uh, the Capitol. I think it was in Washington, DC. What was it last month? You know, um, it would be nice to kind of get those doctors and then get these other doctors and just have a nice big you know, meeting on live television and they can debate this, but you're, you're it's never going to happen, you know? No,
1: because there's no network that's going to pick it up. Fox included. That's going to pick that up and bring it home to us. Nobody. I, 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 I just don't see it happening. You know. Too many times I've just seen, and that's what's so frustrating to me. I feel so gaslighted by the media. Too many times I, you know, they are not telling me what I know to believe is true. And when everyone tries to support their argument against my concerns with another media article, it's just like, you're just giving me the same shit, just different, you know, different Mm -hmm. interpretation, but it's the same stuff. And, you know, and again, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to doubt the press. I don't want to doubt, you know, a whole half of the America. But unfortunately, I do, you know, and I just I can't stop doubting. And, you know, that's why I'm here to talk about it, because I think there's a lot of people like us. I don't think we're the minority. I really don't, Ronnie. I really believe we're the silent majority, as they've said over and over again. I really do you know?
0: Right. Well, you know, I mean, uh, a lot of people can't even follow their own advice. Look at Fauci, you know, he's been shown with his mask off and then oh, let's, see.
1: Right. Uh, oh, oh yeah, know yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Oh, that's- uh, I
0: think he was at some kind of, um, uh, some baseball event and there was not a lot of people there, but he was photographed sitting by two others, masks off his mask off, you know,
1: nice. and then
0: not to mention Nancy Pelosi. Oh yeah.
1: Nancy Pelosi, as we were just talking about before we got on the air, she was found with her mask off, right, Ronnie? Yep. Yep. And she, getting her getting her hair did. Right. Getting her hair done. And so basically what she did is on Monday, which was, I believe that was the 31st. She visited a San Francisco hair salon for a wash and blowout, despite local ordinances keeping salons closed amid the coronavirus <laughs> pandemic.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And they took a video. So I guess what happened is, is the salon owner, someone under her who rents a chair, as, um, you know, people under salon owners will do um, Nancy called her, not the salon owner, but the person running the chair and got her hair done that way. Um, person who rents chair, let the salon owner know. And salon owner has videos as she should, as everyone has in their businesses these days. And she caught her on tape. Not only did she catch her on tape, she's not wearing a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. But all the little peasants around her
0: must wear a mask, you know, uh, in in California is what I'm talking about.
1: In addition, they weren't even supposed to be open. On September 1st, and it wasn't September (laughs) 1st yet, they were supposed to start outdoor um, trimming of hair. So all the salons have been closed in California all this time because they're very strict in California as... People from California probably know a lot of people's businesses are going under. I mean, they've got all the pandemic help they can, but they still can't survive being closed for months and months and months and months and months. So she goes in there and gets her elite privilege. People talk about privilege and elite, and she's going in there and getting this done. And she's not even supposed to get that. Not only that, blow drying isn't allowed even with their new restrictions, because it could blow the virus around, right? Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So she broke two things, but she didn't seem to – didn't bother her one bit until, of course, it was reported – And now she's asking for an apology from the salon owner because she called and they told her it was okay, so she felt it was okay. It's her fucking district.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, exactly. So, yeah, I saw that. I saw that video of her saying she took responsibility or something, but then she still blame shifted.
1: Yeah. She said, I was getting my hair washed. When do you wear your mask when your hair is washed? Well, no, Nancy, your hair isn't being washed during the video. You're walking across the floor with wet hair. You know?
0: fucking, this fucking woman is so out of touch. It's not even funny. No. She is so
1: out of touch. Yes, she is. She is. Now, I have a, I, I have something that I'm going to play here right now that's of her talking about mask restrictions. Hang on a second
0: rationalizing that it doesn't matter how they do it. It does matter. And that's why I would hope that the president, the vice president would wear a mask. Uh, They don't wear a mask. Why not? Other people should. So they should set an example.
1: (laughs) That they should set an example.
0: Mm Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Again, that's, that just shows her, cognitive dysfunction. And, um, uh, she just, she, I think she really believes she's been in, in politics for so long and American politics have really become separated from the people for so long Mm -hmm. that I really think they believe they're untouchable. Um, that what they preach does not apply to them. The rules don't apply to them.
1: Right. Right no, i I totally agree. i I totally agree. it's It just feels like it's so hypocritical of her. and then to blame the salon owner because they told her aren't aren't you a lawmaker, Nancy? Shouldn't you be aware of the laws that are in your own city in your own district, and you're blaming someone else for breaking the law and letting you come and and you're not taking responsibility for it? It's just, oh God. She'll probably win. I, I don't see her not winning San Francisco, but I, I hope to hell they would lose the control of the you know, House of Representatives and she can have someone else lead the House.
0: <laughs> but, you know, our country is not the only one who's questioning this whole narrative.
1: No. No, they're not. They're not. Um, there was a demonstration and this was in Berlin and this was on Saturday so I guess that was the 29th and um, thousands of Germans angered over restrictions and this is again the New York Times and again I'll post the link um, but police disperse them after an hour because many were violating the very social distancing rules cham- championed by their chancellor and that they say that they're that threatened their rights and livelihoods. So they were doing Merkel must go, which is their chancellor. And um, they have a photo of president Trump that read help and they were carrying American Uh (laughs) flags. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I recently saw a video where there's these uh, protests and marches going on worldwide Uh from, from Japan to Europe to Um, really all over the place. Um, But you know, the funny thing is the news is not reporting it. No, they're not. You have to go on YouTube or Twitter or something like that to even find out what the hell is really going on.
1: And why aren't they reporting it? I mean, you know, after a while, it just, it really just drives me crazy because, you know, this is world news, but they don't this is not supporting their narrative. So they're not going to, you know, report it. And it's, I would want to know if other people in the world were upset about this. I mean, wouldn't you? I mean, but that would mean that that would validate our concern. And then we might protest as well. And they don't want that, you know, I I just.
0: Well, here's what I think is happening. um, I just feel like Trump went into office to he knew I this is my theory just based on things I've read and and just a lot of uh, thinking about it and and listening to others' opinion and making my own decision about it or my own theory I should say at this point
1: mm-hmm.
0: I really do think that he has you know basically bumped elbows with a lot of the politicians over the years he was. Uh, he's been very rich, you know, in real estate, well known, famous, and so he he knew he knew the Clintons he hung out with the Clintons he and just probably through word of mouth, he heard of the the corruption going on. He was friends with j f k jr mm-hmm. and uh I think he knew a lot going in um now, I don't know how true this is. I heard that the military asked him to run for president i don't know if that's true or not that's just what i've heard Um, but i think he came in office to take over and give back to the people because he knew how corrupt government was he knew how bad it got um this goes from the banking system to human trafficking to uh, pharmacy, you know, big pharma to um, just in everything, everything, mm-hmm. and I think he went in with the sole purpose of cleaning house. And if you if you uh, look back on his very first, on the day he was inaugurated, and and listen to that speech again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: knowing what we know now, four years later. It's going to open your eyes because you're going to say, oh man, he's, I think he's, that's what he's doing. He's giving back to the people. So I definitely look at that speech again and, and then you'll, I think you're going to understand what is going on because, uh, the media is in bed with the left, you know, and, and a lot of these corporations, um, you know, big pharma. I mean, come on now. Also, let's not let's not forget that you know the vaccines uh are big money as well. Big
1: money, big money. Right. Yeah. So
0: they want us all to take this COVID vaccine. Um Trump's talked about a vaccine, but if you recall you know, and we had a podcast about this before, Mm -hmm. about the therapeutics. um, And then there was such a huge pushback. So everything he does is a big pushback. And you have to ask why? Like, why? Um, I think that's why. I think he's cleaning house. um, And I think he's He's seen that the American people have been enslaved for long enough for various things, whether it's taxes, whether it's big pharma, whether it's um, whatever it is. You know, I think he's seen this and that's what I believe. That's why I think there's such a pushback and that's why there's such a pushback right now during this election year.
1: Well, he doesn't play games and there are Republicans that don't support him, you know, and it, for very good reasons, because he doesn't play the political game, you know. And um, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, a friend of mine sent me an article. Um, some people that know I do podcasts now send me all these articles now, but it says that the U.S., won't join the Who linked efforts to develop and distribute the coronavirus vaccine. So the Trump administration has said it will not join a global effort to develop manufacture and equally distribute a coronavirus vaccine. And my friend is asking me why, you know, why would he do that? You know, because I guess she feels that the coronavirus vaccine is is the answer. And I I think it's like you said, he someone told me once, and it might not be true, I don't know, I haven't verified it, but that Trump plays 5D chess, and he sees things several steps down the line. And so um, he probably knows that if if we allow this vaccine, what could come of it? There there could be, and I'm not saying he's he's saying this, but there could be Tracking information in that vaccine, Bill Gates is involved with this vaccine a lot of times, you know, he's talked about it. And also on top of that, it's going to make a few people incredibly rich because whoever comes out with the vaccine first, right, is is probably going to be the richest person in America or in the world after that, rather. And so he knows that, too. And I think also he knows how we could get we could say, well, you can't enter the grocery store, unless you have a vaccine. I own this business and you're not allowed to, to enter unless you show proof that you've had a coronavirus vaccine. It could get that bad.
0: I was listening to Biden, one of Biden's speeches today. Um, he actually sounded, he actually sounded uh, coherent, <laughs> but that's because he had some teleprompters up that were working or whatever the deal was. Maybe he was on something. I don't know. <laughs> but he was saying, you know, I am not the part you know i am not uh, a socialist and this and that and i'm thinking oh my lord but it just seems like every year we get more of our freedom stripped away from us or we get threatened with it and this is just another another example now i'm not anti vax by any means right mm-hmm. but you got to start questioning things now you know something fucked up is going on here and. Yes. And a lot of people are waking up to that.
1: Mm hmm. Yes, they are. They are. And nobody wants anybody to wake up. The people that are trying to pull the wool over our eyes don't want us to to wake up and um, they use everything in their power to, to not have that happen, including the media brainwashing through re- repetition and having the same narrative across all stations and. Um, yeah, it's, it's really bad. Um, another thing that happened in uh, Australia was a pregnant Aussie mother arrested for allegedly inciting coronavirus lockdown protests. So apparently, she created a Freedom Day event on Facebook calling for people to peacefully gather against the government's lockdown measures. Now, she is in the state of Victoria in Australia, and that is very, very far left. So, we do have to um, preface that. But I'm going to play a, a clip from that as well.
0: No idea why you guys are doing this. Um, yeah, you can show me your search warrant before you go through my Thank house. You're, you're the- I own this house, there it is, yeah. a search warrant. Search warrant for what? Now, yeah, what I will explain to you is, is if you want to listen, you've got your phone going. Yeah, I do, yeah. Right, now you're under arrest in relation to incitement. Incitement? Whatever, yeah, hey, you're not obliged to say do anything, but you to say do, may be given any evidence. Excuse me, incitement for what? What, what on earth? Uh, Excuse me, what, what on earth? Your can you, like, record this? I'm in my vagina. What's I'm this? Yeah, right she's right? pregnant, so... You she... you what's
1: you this, this about? I have an ultrasound because yeah. in mm-hmm. In relation to a Facebook post, in relation to a lockdown protest, put on the set day. Yeah, and I wasn't breaking any
0: laws by doing you that. You are it. actually, you are breaking all That's why I'm arrested. How arrest can you arrest to, her? That's... that's...
1: Why don't you just say to her, take the post down like come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Like I'm happy to delete the post, This is ridiculous. So it kind of goes on from there. Um, but basically she's pregnant. She has an ultrasound that day in an hour and they're going to arrest her. She said, "Can I just take down the post?" They said no. She said, "You know, I'm not breaking any laws." Her husband or significant other is also talking in the background saying she isn't breaking laws. She'll just take down the post. And they're like, no, no, we've got to arrest you.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. And then at the end, I'm not going to play it all. It's like two minutes, but again, it'll be on our Facebook site along with this. And you can look it up from there, but it, they also have to confiscate all um, devices in the house, all computers, all phones, including his phone, the kid's phone, all of it. They're going to have to confiscate.
0: I've heard Australia is is very strict with this to the point mm-hmm. of mass social control. Yes. And I'm wondering what is going on over there because I don't know the politics over there at all. I don't know what's happening. Um. It sounds horrific. It sounds worse there for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. Here's another video, same article of a woman resisting arrest. She wasn't wearing a mask because she has a medical condition. She does admit that she flipped off the cop when he asked her to put on a mask. So that's how this scuffle started. She flipped him off, but then it progresses from there. So I'll play a little bit of that too. One moment.
0: Video shows an officer holding the woman by the throat after she resisted arrest. Grabbed around the neck by police, a woman who wasn't wearing a mask forceful maneuver during a scuffle yesterday in collingwood as her boyfriend watched there's a man on a girl and you choked her this is the woman who was arrested police now agree she has a medical exemption i understand it everyone's gonna wear their masks some people have exemptions and she's one of them <laughs> yeah yeah the 21 year old admits when the policeman first asked why she didn't have a mask she gave him the finger. But says what came next was excessive and painful. Get off her! Get off her! She's got an excuse She's yeah. not wearing a mask, mate. Right? She's got an ex from
1: the doctor. So yeah, Um she basically—you can't see the video again. It will be posted. But she is wrestled to the wall, choked. And then when she wouldn't stop, they threw her to the ground and they were choked. Now, where was she? Was she in, I'm assuming she was in public? She was in public. Yeah. Okay. But she wasn't wearing a mask. No, but she was, uh, she was with, but she has a medical condition that prevents her from doing so. But she did get, you know, she did flip the cop off when he told her to put on a mask. So, and that's when he did all of, all of that. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah. It was in Victoria as well in Australia. So again, very- I,
0: I heard that region is especially bad right now.
1: Right. Uh, but you know what? Was- this could be us. It could if if certain parties win. You know what I mean? I. I oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. I, I, I could see this being us. I mean, yeah. I I just can't.
0: <laughs> I just can't keep thinking. I keep thinking that this is some weird first step to the new world order ordeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I don't know the the, the lay of the land on that and the map or anything or where this goes from here. Let's say Trump didn't win. And I've also heard that Trump is, um, you know, he's been to several countries and he's made different deals with different leaders. And I just kind of feel like, you know, to me... The deep state is not just in this country. It's everywhere. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to tie it all together in my brain, but I I just feel like, I think we can all agree, or most of us can agree, there's something very strange and sinister going on. This is not just about the virus. There's there's something deeper going on here, you know, something bigger that we're trying to wrap our heads around, but it's, it's hard to conceive, you know, it's hard to understand. Um, and if you saw Trump's interview, what was it? He was, he was on Laura Ingram a couple of days ago. Okay. And he had talked about how, uh, some people were seen on a flight going from one location to the next. I want to, I don't remember exactly where, but somebody had seen them and they were protesters, they were rioters. Mm um, So somebody's flying these people everywhere, you see. And he was saying that there's people in the shadows controlling, you know, Mm -hmm. what's really going on. So this, yeah, it's not just about the virus. I mean, look look at everything going on and try to put it together in your head. The economy's changing. There's riots going on everywhere. Human trafficking is being dismantled all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And you've got this weird virus Uh, mostly, um, blue states trying to control the people to some crazy degree. Right. Um, businesses are failing because of it. It, 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 You got to tie, try to tie it all together and look at the bigger picture and say, there's something very bizarre going on under, under, in the undercurrent of this. Like there's this big shark in this ocean of chaos, there and I think Trump's trying to take it down, and that's how that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. And I think he's being he's getting so much pushback from corporations and politicians and and you know different entities who are just trying to fight him. Right.
1: Oh, I I agree. I agree. And I, I wanted to circle back to that video, the girl getting choked and thrown down on the ground. I've watched a lot of takedowns since we started this podcast, and it you know in the other two there wasn't there did not seem to be any anger or malice involved even though some resulted in both resulted in injury and death the ones that we've talked about George Floyd and Jacob Blake but with this one you could see it it was Inappropriate violence for what was going on. And was she resisting arrest or not? I don't know. We could talk about that. She was she was screaming that she was being choked. As forceful as he was in this video, I would almost have to believe that because I know we've taken both sides on other takedowns. Well, they had a right to do that. They were resisting arrest. And I don't want to contradict that or be hypocritical. But watch the video and decide for yourself for what it was going down. I I felt it was excessive, but you know, call me on it again, if you want just, you know, put a comment in or send us a message and I will review that again and think about that again. But I agree with you, Ronnie, Circling back to the bigger picture. I am a big picture gal, but I can also muck around in the details and all of the details that lead up to the big picture. I'm very good about connecting all those dots and, I just see such a bigger picture with this than these little things here and there. People getting arrested in Australia and CDC numbers aren't what they seem, and you know all of these different parts that we put together. I do see fueling a bigger hole. I'm not as I'm not as um, certain as you are about what that hole is and Trump's role in it. And I respect you, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I just haven't fully formed my opinion yet but I do feel there is a, a much larger thing at play I really really do and um, I'm so sad that so many people can't see it that I think that's what really makes me sad is so many people can't see it and they just believe what they're given at face value well
0: I think that we are I think Trump is stopping us from, are trying to stop us, this country, from going into a socialistic society, basically, is what I think is happening. Um, And I do believe the New World Order thing is real. I mean, Mm -hmm. you heard – I even heard the Bushes talk about it in speeches in the 90s. Um, Mm -hmm. And you had the, you know, European Union merge, right? And they were trying to merge it in different things. Then you had Brexit happen, and they said, no, hell no, we're out right? They tried to merge Canada, Mexico. This is all for a reason. Um, it, it is marching to the new world order. Now, what the hell is the new world order? You know, um, that's for another day. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, it is mass control. It's stripping away identity. It's taking away our rights. Um, it's just slowly and incrementally. I just think the virus is being politicized. They're trying to make mm-hmm. Trump look bad you know, so he doesn't get elected because he's basically the dam that's stopping that flow of control coming
1: in. Right. Um Right. Yeah.
0: And that's just, that's just how I see it. And you can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want, but <laughs> I, I don't know how, I don't know how in any other way to look at it really anymore.
1: And, you know, I, I am not as learned as you and I'm not as studied as you, And you know, maybe three, six Twelve months down the line, I will agree with you one hundred percent. You know, um, and I'm not here to say that you are right or wrong. You know, I I think you're probably right. You know, I just it yeah. There there has to be something bigger to all this. This is not all coincidental and random. And um, I agree with you you know, there, there is something much bigger at play here. Thank you very much for joining us here at The Fringe Following. Mean, we appreciate you listening. We really, um, we're seeing our numbers continue to rise and we're really happy that people are listening to us. And we're here just to, we're here for people like us. We're not here really to turn an opinion or turn a, Biden supporter into a Trump supporter. We'd love it if that happened, but that really isn't our goal. Our goal is just to be here to discuss these issues for those people that do see beyond beyond the regular narrative, that do feel in their gut that something something's not right here. Maybe they're not sure what, or maybe they're a hundred times farther along than both of us in their research. But either way, we're here to be a voice that resonates and validates with you. And we just thank you for that. And please remember to comment, please remember to rate us um, on iTunes or on any of the other platforms that you listen to us with, and be sure to subscribe because that helps us as well. So thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you.